creators of this podcast would like to warn you that this episode may contain explicit language and adult situations. Please listen at your own risk. Hello, and welcome to the Weird Wide Web, a podcast where we aim to find the weirdest posts, comments, articles, and people that are hiding among us in the infinite universe that we call the internet. My name is Mitch, and with me for all time is my co-host and longtime friend, Alex. What do you say, Alex? Want to get weird, bud? Let's talk about all things related to poop. Yes, that is something we do on this show very often. One of us does at some point. Yeah, so let's poo it, as some might say. Bidinch. <laughs> all right, we're back at it again. Um, so... I had this weird thing happen to me, and this is, I'm going to transition this into our, like, intro topic for the week. Uh, so I've been having to do a lot of the shopping in my household since I'm still on a, what I like to say, uh, paid vacation. Um, early retirement. Early retirement. Um, I had something, ha- like, something weirdly occurred to me in the store that, like, baffled me for, like, probably, like, half a day. But uh, so I went to my uh, my local uh, Target, and first off, like I also was starting to think something else weird. So I had a mask on, or like I have this like little like snow really light thing that I just put over my face, whatever, to cover my coughs and things. But how awkward do you think it would be if you were a bank robber? And you showed up to a, the bank that you were going to rob, and someone was already robbing it. Because that's how I feel <laughs> every time I walk into the Targets, and there's, like, all these masked figures. And, like, some of them are, like, pretty decent masks and, like, kind of off-putting masks. So it's, like, I started to think, like, man, if someone wanted to rob this store, they'd have the perfect cover. And, you, like, you could just, like, hide amongst the crowd of people. I feel like that would be, like, you know in Batman when all the Jokers robbed the bank? Yeah. What if you did that with masks right now? That would be the right. perfect crime. Like, we're not, and I should probably say great, this for... Great, The first time someone does that, guess what podcast <laughs> they're coming to. Right, okay, so I'm saying we don't... Uh, you fucked us, uh, bud. <laughs> we don't support robbery and masked robbery or armed robbery on this podcast. Um But we are saying that now would be a great time to start robbery (laughs) in masks. Yeah. Or an ideal time, I should say, not the best time. If that's what you're into, now is a great time for you. So that's the thought I have every time I walk into, like, any store now is, like, all, like, just straight masked robbery. But so uh, we were making a chili, and I was, you know, going to get the chili recipe uh, ingredients. And, you know, a lot of chilies have beans in them. So, you know, you go to the aisle and, and Target and you've got all your uh, things labeled on top above the aisle. And, you know, it says beans. And then you get in the aisle and it says on one part of the shelf, it says dry beans. And then there was no other labeling for any other beans. So I started to think, like, I need wet beans, not dry beans. Why doesn't a grocery store label where the wet beans are? So it was an aisle 
labeled as generic quote unquote beans and there were only right. dry beans in it. And the only thing labeled within the aisle was dry beans. Were the were the now, wet beans in another aisle? The wet beans were in the same aisle, but they were not distinguished what kind of bean they were. And they've, you know, in this uh, bean culture that we live in now, like now you've decided that you have dry beans, but you can't just call the other one beans because like you tell your, you know, spouse or whoever's doing your grocery shopping, myself, uh, I need beans. But you didn't distinguish if you need dry beans or wet beans. So now, like, I think grocery stores need to start labeling where the wet beans are. And on that note, I feel like that's also, fair. I feel like there's other things within this category that need to be labeled as well in the wet section. And I don't know why wet gets such a uh, a negative, uh, descriptive word. Use uh, moist instead. Yeah. People love that much more. But another thing I've noticed, like, all right, so you go down the shampoo aisle and, you know, they have dry shampoo labeled. Or you go down the milk aisle and you have powdered milk. Like, now you need to start labeling wet shampoo and wet milk because, I, you know. See, I don't know. I, I kind of agree. I kind of disagree because I feel like they're they're labeling the – I don't know, the less common items, They're differentiating the less common item there. So you think of beans, you don't, your mind doesn't go to like, oh, a bag of nice dried beans. These are perfect. I'll have to soak them overnight before I can fucking use them. No, you think of like a normal can of beans, like kidney beans or black beans. When you think of milk, you're not like, oh, can you go to the store and get a gallon of milk? Oh yeah, sure. And then you come back with a fucking tin of powdered milk. Like how pissed would you be? But where do you learn these societal norms for these terms? Like, they don't teach you in school. Like, when people are referring to beans, they're referring to wet beans, <laughs> not dry beans. Like, or milk. Okay. I, I can, I, I see that coming from that point. I guess if you were someone who is new to this country, how fucking confused would you be? Right. That's what I'm saying. You want wet milk, and you, you go up to someone like, hey, man, where's the wet milk? And they, like, just look at you like you're a fucking psychopath because <laughs> this idea hasn't been introduced in society yet. And I feel like we need to start advocating for it. And, you know, if there's going to be protests, I think we need to go outside of these grocery stores and demand wet foods be labeled. Grocery equality. <laughs> right. Can we burn? We want things? wet pasta. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we can do everything within the law to get. Dude, this. I would buy wet pasta. Right. I, I mean, I feel like they do sell wet pasta, like the uh, raviolis. Those don't oh, come yeah, in like I dry. I mean, but like they if don't. You could buy like macaroni elbows in a container. Like you can buy the the Uncle Ben's rice you put in the microwave. It's already cooked. Right. You can buy that shit. You put in the microwave for 90 seconds, you have rice. So right. much easier. But like, right. if you do that with pasta, I'm a huge pasta fan. I would 100% buy that stuff. All right. Well, Mitch and Alex are are going out on a limb, and we're, we're opening a wet foods store or wet goods store, and everything's <laughs> going to be labeled whether it's wet or dry because we believe that you have to, you know, really be redundant and clear 
and transparent with what you're buying. So what would be the worst thing? Like the most useless item you could put in that store. So like something that people only want to buy dry that they would just be furious if it was already wet. <laughs> Probably dry cereal. Ooh, like, that'd be good. I, I like don't think that. anybody like, okay, some people like it when their cereal gets a little mushy, but if they like it any mushier than that, it'd be like I mean, pulp. People are psychopaths. So, uh, I don't think anybody wants to like start their cereal in pulp. People, yeah, people who eat really, really soggy cereal probably also eat multi meal. Have you ever had that stuff? I have not. Oh, dude, it's bad. Straight psychopath food. All right. Well, you heard it here, folks. Wet foods are coming back. They are. Making a making With a vengeance. Engine. Just so Mitch right. can sleep better at night. Yeah, I, I I have thoughts and I want them to be out there in the world. So. Uh, all right. Well, speaking of wet goods, uh, I got my first find of the week here. All right. All right. Uh, this one is a news article, and I think it was covered by like a ton of people, and it is semi-relevant to the uh, current pandemic. Uh, but here we go. Um, title of the article, Kenyan Governor Defends Putting Bottles of Hennessy in COVID-19 Relief Packages. Huh. And yes, you heard that right. Hennessy, like cognac, like that good stuff. So uh, a couple of notes on this one. Uh, I think this was a BBC affiliate that posted this one, but uh, I just took a couple of highlights from uh, the article. Uh, the relief packages that uh, were sent out um, to these uh, Kenyan civilians uh, contained five airplane-sized shots of Hennessy. So it wasn't oh, like he was giving out, okay. like... It wasn't like he was giving out, like, you know, full 175s, like, we're going to turn this party up to 11 right That's now. immediately what my mind went to. I know, that's... I mean, when I read the, the title of the article, too, I was like, I got to figure out how much Hennessy <laughs> and how we can get the, the states to come to terms with this. But anyway, so... Uh, so the governor came on or like, he came onto this video or this article, you know, full mask, like shield and like whole nine yards. And he straight up just, uh, said that he believes that the alcohol is a throat sanitizer and that, uh, the world health organization's research proves that it is, huh. uh, <laughs> And in the next, like, paragraph after that was said, like, it just, like, straight up denies that the World Health Organization thinks any of this and that it actually won't help and it actually will weaken your immune system to, like, you know, think that this is sanitizer for your throat. And then Hennessy, like, the company that makes Hennessy, I'm not sure if it's Hennessy or if it's like a, some umbrella company, but yeah. they had to release a statement too. And like how much of a nightmare that must've been that Hennessy would like to stress that consumption of our brand or any other alcoholic beverage does not protect against the virus. So that's about the summary of the article. This guy just thinks oh, that like yeah, yeah. it's, and like, I wanted to be on his side so bad, to be honest with you. Like, right. Yeah. But like, 
What if you send that? What if you send that care package to like someone who's a recovering alcoholic? They're like, oh, I've been so lonely. I'm just here with myself. Oh my god, a little baby bottle of Hennessy. And bad scenario. I just like. I wanna, I wanted to like be behind this guy, but like as soon as he like started saying like the throat sanitizer thing, like it's just like God damn it, and like I don't want to advocate for like alcoholism or like you know drinking booze or whatever we do obviously, but I, I just thought it was fun that like you know they're just like, you know it's gonna be shitty times. Here's some booze. I like that. Have fun with it. But like, like five airplane shots, really, I mean. If the who's going to really crack down on this guy or people are really going to crack down on this guy for, like, saying the throat sanitizer thing, he only gave them five shots. Like, you can't even, like, really do that much damage to yourself with that much booze. Right? I don't know. I I looked it up, and it's not even like it would sanitize. It's uh, 40% ABV, 80 proof. Because I think you need, like, a higher percentage alcohol for it to sanitize. So. Right, I mean, it's got to be... But like I, like the con- I like the concept behind it. I'd get behind this right. guy. But, yeah, it's just, it's sad so that it... he had to, like, he had to, like, try to fake science to, like... He probably just could have said, like, I want my people to, like, have fun and be happy and, and like, maybe this will, like, loosen the tension of it all and, like, yeah, like... Were people here, behind absolutely. him or were people pissed off about it? Oh, there was a lot of people that were pissed off, and probably because they found out the facts first, and like <laughs> me, who just jumped to conclusions, like "fuck yes, this guy's giving away some some shots right now." But sadly, he was uh, not doing it for the right reasons. All these poor companies having to come forward lately and be like, "Do not drink our product to cure yourself of COVID. It will not work." <laughs> Right, even Drinking like the companies that, you. even the companies that uh, make stuff that you're supposed to drink, like especially like Corona, like God damn it! <laughs> like, yeah, right. Our drink will not give you coronavirus. It's still safe. Everyone used to love it. Now everyone hates it. <laughs> oh, what a PR nightmare that's probably been for the. Oh, I'm sure. Well. Although when I go in the liquor store, it uh, it's not like there's a bunch of extra Corona sitting there. It's looks like it's purchased just as much as everything else, which is a lot. So, so on the topic of this, what would you say you were the governor of this uh, country and you were able to give anything to the people to like try to cheer them up? What would it? What would you put in there? Hmm. Probably bacon. Uh, maybe not for everybody, religiously speaking. Well, what if some people are religious and they can't drink? That's fair, too. <laughs> I think those both coincide with each other. I think I'd... I would put, like, a bunch of those little party poppers in the in the kits. Not just, like, oh. I mean, just to be, like... The one where you pull a little string? Yeah, like, yeah. just put a handful of them in there, and, like, every day that you don't get the COVID, you just pop one off, and you just have a little party for yourself. I like that. Or you could do the little little snap pods you throw on the ground, they pop. Yeah. Who doesn't like, like those things? Right. And keep the kids entertained for a couple hours. Not that Hennessy wouldn't, but... 
But yeah, I thought this article, I wanted to love the guy so bad, but in the end, he kind of shot himself in the foot and probably deserves whatever punishment he's going to get. Well, at least he has you as a supporter. I guess I could support him, too. If I would, like I said, I would support him if he just straight up came out and said that, like, I just wanted to turn up. Yeah. No, I want I everybody else to have like, a good time, yeah. too. Everyone else is yeah. sad and at home. Yeah. I just wanted a little, a little giddy up. Yeah. All right. What you got, big boy? Uh, let's see. This one came from Ask Reddit. There's a bunch of garbage on there these days, so I thought this was a good one. Uh, what do you think is scarier, the idea that we are alone in the universe, or the idea that we aren't, and why? Hmm. I'll go first. Well, go ahead. Uh, I don't necessarily know if it's if one is scarier than the other. I just think it's intriguing that like we can't be the only life form out there. There's I don't even know how many galaxies and everything. Like, what is someone else doing on a different planet that has life forms at the same time as, like, like what you're doing right now? My mind, and I think my mind goes here because it might be a bad analogy, but, like, imagine you're swimming around in the ocean, like, mid-ocean, and you knew either there was nothing around you or there was things around you. Which one would be more terrifying? I feel like both have their own. Like, if you were alone, like, there's nobody to help. Yeah. If if you're not, like, you don't know what is below you or above you or, like, whatever to, like, either help you or not help you. So, in the grand scheme of the universe, like, if there are other things out there, uh, let's say, as intelligent as us, do they, would they mean us harm, or would they... Yeah, or would they want to, like, collaborate and help, like... I think I would almost feel more comfortable knowing that there's nothing else out there. Because I don't think, as a species, we're the smartest things ever. <laughs> well, even as a species... And I would really we, hope not. Yeah, even as a species, we hate other people in our species, so... Right. <laughs> that doesn't right. bode very well. Right. On dumb, dumb things, too. Like, very unintelligent things. And those, a lot of those people run the world right now, unfortunately. So, uh... If there were other things out there, I really hope they, you know, would be accepting of how dumb we are. I mean, we've got to be pretty low on that intelligence level. So. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. Right. right. Who decided dolphins were the second most intelligent species? Maybe right. they got it figured out. Right. So I, I was also thinking, I guess this is more of a serious question. It was just interesting. Just make your brain work. Like, things that we struggle with as humans, are they really good at, and things we're really good at, they struggle with? So, like... Give me an example. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> like, walking on two feet? Like, yeah, okay. are they just up there, so, like, 
damn it, we know rocket science, but we can't fucking walk around. So, like, they can fly, but they can't walk. And we can walk, but we can't fly. Yeah. Like, the opposite. Okay. But you never even, like, something like that, but you never even thought of that, so you don't know it exists. Like, when someone invents something, you're like, shit, that was a really good idea. I wish I would have thought of that. What if they already have all the things that nobody thought of? What you've just described with the flying example is birds. <laughs> yeah, birds can land. Yeah, but have you ever seen a bird walk? Yeah, when they walk around on the ground. They hop around. I feel around. like that's more hopping or like a light flutter. They still have feet. <laughs> okay, we have legs maybe and feet, but we don't have wings. Some... Okay, I'm thinking of other... Um... I'm definitely just thinking of like the small, small birds, but not like bigger birds that have big feet that walk around. But I got to imagine if there's another species or of intelligent life, I would hope they'd be able to walk and fly at the same time. I would love <laughs> or to not fly. Yeah, but we don't have wings or like any sort of. I mean, these dumb arms that we were given. <laughs> He's good for nothing arms. Stupid gangly arms. Can't catch the wind or anything. <laughs> All I do is flap my arms and fall off my roof. They're not even good for digging. <laughs> um, so your ocean one. I'm just going to fire off another one I had here. Your ocean one uh, reminded me. So I was reading, I think yesterday actually. Um, all around or in like specific, like particular oceans, they were, they kept finding these old school, like corded phones for your house. They were Garfield phones and they kept washing up on beaches for years. Like just random okay. beaches sporadically all around. I think it was like down in like Thailand somewhere or something. And they kept finding these fucking Garfield phones. And this guy went on a mission like mapped where all the people found the phones, figured it out. He actually found out that there was a, and these phones were manufactured like decades ago, obviously, because they're corded house phones. Who's going to make that now unless you're just asking to go bankrupt. And they were washing up now. There was a shipping container that sunk or like fell off a ship and it like, got swept into like a cavern on some rocks on an island and whenever like the water or tide got high it would wash more garfield phones out of the shipping container and carry them out with the current oh interesting so well, you, you said so you said everywhere so it's they were just showing up on like beaches in thailand like i know thailand's got kind of a lot of shoreline and it's kind of spaced out but so, was that everywhere around the world or just in, like, one part of the world? Um, it was from somewhere by Thailand, and they were washing up in France. Holy shit. Yeah. Huh. I mean, like, I wouldn't think a phone would float, right? Actually, a Garfield phone. Imagine if you saw a Garfield phone just bobbing along in the ocean. Like, what the hell is and then that it thing? And then it just says, I hate Mondays and hangs up. 
that's that's a pretty weird one. I feel like the shipping container thing is like, okay, it's believable, but that's total conspiracy theory. I think there's just like there's like a Tom Hanks esque character out like trying to get off a deserted island. Maybe his boat got broken up into a million pieces. He just throws out like a field phone. Going backwards, all he had to build, like he didn't have any trees or turtle turtle shells to like make a boat so he just had a bunch of these phones that he strapped together and he got carried way out into the sea and and there was a lot of these phones because he needed a lot to like keep the water out so I, I feel like that that's what happened and then like his boat just got broken up into a million pieces and then the Garfield, Garfield phones went everywhere yeah because yeah, you know that's, uh, that's a weird one yeah, that is a really weird one. That is, I hope that there's a collection being made, like a muse- like they put them all in a museum. Yeah, all the Garfield or, phones are reunited. Or here's another thing: maybe the creator of Garfield knew that his cartoon was dying many years ago, and he got on a boat with all of his own merchandise. And he just started hucking it into the ocean, knowing that one day it would show up on shore and people would have to either know who it is or go do their research to find out who it is, thus creating more popularity for his cartoon. And then all of a sudden Garfield is trending after 20 years. Yeah. In his <laughs> long... Maybe he did it right when it started. Maybe he thought it wasn't going to do well and he, he would just have to litter the ocean to make his his debut uh, worthwhile. Yeah. Very well could be. I mean, it's probably just a shipping container getting probably pulled out of the sea, but I want to know <laughs> the weird <laughs> answer. Or, like, are there other shipping containers with all sorts of things? Yeah. Where's, like, the, the, the bagged money container just... Like the shipping container money. full of a bunch of, like, masks that are, like, horse head masks. They're just yeah. floating in the ocean. You're like, holy shit, there's a horse head floating. Oh, wait, it's just a mask. Oh, wait, there's 200 of them. There's a herd of horse head masks. It's too bad that, like, cell phones became so popular because then, like, think of all these people finding phones like, uh, jackpot. <laughs> right. <laughs> and maybe there's, like, whole countries that, like, you think it's just, like, an indigenous village and then you go in their huts and they're, like, this phone. And it's like, oh, that's Garfield. Like, why do you all have this? <laughs> all right. What you got next, Mitchie? All right. Uh, so I, I didn't think this would ever be somewhere where I'd find a topic. But uh, the other day, um, I think I was also, again, at a Target. Uh, I think How I much was time do you spend there in a week? Oh, too much. Uh, Hannah loves the place. I I can tolerate it, and it's right next to the Home Depot. But uh, so I was I was actually just sitting in the car waiting for Hannah to come back out because I just I didn't have it in me that day to 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 put myself out there. Go fight over consumable goods with soccer moms. Yeah. Um, so I was sitting in the car, and like somehow a spam email made it to like my regular like email inbox like sure. usually all that gets filtered out 
But I, for whatever reason, I clicked on it, and I'm glad I did because I got the most uh, interesting marketing picture I've ever seen in my life. Um, and this is the one I sent you. So for you all listening at home, um, the email had something to do with conceal and carry and, like, arming yourselves for the apocalypse <laughs> or something. Like, if you want to have a gun, just, yeah, just don't shoot other people with it, please. But uh, so I didn't read much into it, but the first thing that came up on the email was a picture. And the picture has a... Uh, um, I guess I'll describe it, but uh, it's a conceal uh, handgun permit application um, with someone's hand on a pen, uh, with the pen on the paper. And in their other hand, they are pointing a gun at the application. <laughs> and there's uh, kind of a lot of things wrong with this that I just wanted to pick apart for fun on the podcast here, but... Um, so Alex knows what I'm looking at here, and it is, at first glance, it's not too weird, but, like, from, like, a marketing standpoint, like, I don't know what they were going for, but, um... Like, first at first glance, I didn't, until you said that, I didn't think anything of it, to be honest. This person is just holding a gun towards a piece of paper. I'm like, oh, <laughs> yeah. And then you mentioned, I'm like, okay, yeah, that's kind of fucking weird. Okay, so... The first thing I noticed was like, all right, the gun is not necessary for so many reasons, but the main reason being at the top of this picture or uh, top page of this uh, application in bold print is concealed handgun permit application. So like to have a gun in the picture just seems redundant. And it's just like, it also just kind of like, all right, so when you do, and I've never done this and maybe this is, how they make you do it but like when you sign your application do you need to be holding a gun you need to shoot a hole in the bottom of it as your signature <laughs> <laughs> it looks like this person is holding this permit hostage until it allows it to be like uh approved or something it's just don't you fucking move boy i'm gonna sign you <laughs> It's just like, yeah, it's like, why are you pointing this at an inanimate object? And, like, I thought you needed to have your permit before you got the gun. I feel like it's like a, a multiple-week waiting not period. With, not with handguns. <laughs> hey, man, can I hold my gun while I sign my papers? <laughs> I guess if you really want to. <laughs> can I point it at the paper like it owes me money? If you so desire. <laughs> All right, another thing about this that was throwing my mind off. Uh, they aren't even holding the gun correctly. <laughs> so to describe this to, like, make it easy for you guys. Like, to if, if you were to walk up behind someone and, like, pinch them or just pinch someone, that's how they're holding a gun. They're holding it. Yeah, they are pinching it from the kind of back by the lever of the or like, the, the hammer of the gun. So, like. Revolver. It, revolver. They're, your hand usually goes, like, your, your fingers usually wrap around the bottom, kind of down under the trigger, and then your, you know, pointer finger goes into the trigger slot and where the trigger is. 
This person has their thumb, which usually should be, you know, underneath the trigger, is over the trigger and outside of the gun, like they're pinching it. So it's like, first, so now this person at the desk is like, can I hold my gun? Like this? <laughs> sure, son. I don't recommend that, but go ahead. Can um, I fire it by using my pen? If you want. <laughs> I'm going to shoot this right at my own hand. Um, it's going to kick back and hit me in the face because I'm just holding it with two fingers. Yeah. It's like it's like someone who thought it was like a gross banana peel picked it up. And then <laughs> oh, what is this thing? And, and then like started signing a piece of paper. Um, okay. And then going further in this picture, they aren't even holding the pen in the right spot. Like, usually the pen goes, like, where, oh, there's an initial here, uh, a name here. They're holding it off on, like, a blank part of the paper. Do you see this? Yeah, and look where they're holding the pen. They're holding it really high up on the pen. This person shouldn't be allowed to hold a pen, let alone a gun. <laughs> like, if there's a grip on a pen, it looks like they're holding it above the grip. Yeah, this guy, this person... Okay, who's at fault here is the marketing person yeah, who thought this was okay. Absolutely. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if it were two right hands from two different people holding these <laughs> items. Because <laughs> obviously they got the gun in what would be the left hand and the, the paper in the right. And, like, I don't know about you, but, like, when I sign things, I kind of need to have my other hand on the paper so it doesn't start slipping around on me. Right, right. Well, that's what the, a... they're using the gun to hold on the paper. Jesus, Mitch, <laughs> come on. All right, that's that's probably the... Open your mind up a little bit. That's probably the best use of this gun in this scenario at this moment in time. Because <laughs> well, there's no other explanation for it. So... <laughs> I just thought it was uh, awful silly how many weird things are going on in this picture. Well, it's like one of those things, I mean, okay, I wouldn't normally look into it that far. I didn't when you sent it to me. And now I looked at it, I'm like, oh, there's a lot of stuff wrong with this picture. It's like the commercials that they, I think, I'm pretty sure it's a marketing tactic, they make him like super obnoxiously bad. Or when they play commercials like three times in a row, you're like, oh, great, now this played for the third time. And then it gets stuck in your head. Or you're like, Mitch, have you seen how, how bad that such and such commercial is? Or, you know what I mean? Like, it gets you talking about it. So it, it does its purpose. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Um, I feel like this is just poorly executed, though. Yeah, another thing... In probably the biggest font, underline, bold, everything, says firearms training requirements. Is that not <laughs> like a dead giveaway? Like, I, there's so much like conflicting information on this page and this picture that just like, like makes me cringe. Like, how, how someone should be fired, even though it's just like spam email. Like, or maybe he hasn't read down that far. Maybe he's using the gun as, like, a little reading finger pointer. But right now he is not being safe with his firearm. 
I want you to do me a favor. I want you to respond to this email and ask them if you can use your gun, like in the picture, to sign the document. <laughs> can I have one of those pen guns? <laughs> I think I've I've deleted it since, but no. I definitely you can screenshot you can it. The trash. Oh yeah, you did. Because <laughs> it says on the top, it says trash. Yeah, I had to go back because I I looked at it and I deleted it, and then I like it. it it hit my brain like that would be a decent podcast topic. <laughs> I must get it. And back. then I just kept looking at the picture until I found all of the all of the mistakes. <laughs> There's just so many just running through your mind at night. You wake up yeah. in a cold sweat. He signed the paper with the gun. <laughs> Some like intricate like JFK conspiracy theory. <laughs> I just, now I'm starting to imagine, like, this person started to, like, try to write their name with the gun. Like, oh, that's right. I'm right-handed, not left-handed, which I'm holding a gun in. I just can't wait to shoot. I'm just so excited. Oh, I just, I'm so excited that I just forgot how to write. <laughs> and then they do the, from, uh, what was it, the other guys where he does a desk pop? Yeah. Guys, my first desk pop. That's not a real thing. <laughs> Something like that. Like, well, you failed your uh, application. Get the fuck out. You just shot into the business upstairs. <laughs> and you also shot this, the paper six times. <laughs> Let me see that revolver. <laughs> That's interesting. I wonder who they were gearing that toward. Like, Oh, man. I don't know. But if they uh, got anybody to click on that, I other than just opening it, man... That's yeah. uh, terrifying. I hope, I'm not I gonna hope think the universe has people in it <laughs> smarter than us. <laughs> oh, God, they've got to. <laughs> or at least hopefully they have, they're holding two guns instead of a gun and a pen. Yeah. Yeah, yeah at that point, just... Never do one of each, ever. Well, okay, so yeah, I bought a hunting rifle last year, and they wouldn't even let me, like, touch, or, like, really, well, they'd let me, like, hold it, but whatever, but... Uh, when I was signing the paper, like, you have to sign a lot of paperwork and, like, give a lot of IDs and stuff before, like, you can just start. Like, they let you, like, hold it at the counter? Yeah. And at did that, you, like, they were. run around the store with this to see how it felt? Uh, well, unfortunately, <laughs> make I couldn't sure it point... was a good, a good fit for you. You're supposed to do that, you know, right? Yeah. Uh, and unfortunately, I couldn't, like, like, point it at my application. <laughs> It's, you know, it's kind of a two-hand thing, but... Do you have a piece of paper I can point this at? That's really going to sell me. Put an official document down here, like a, like a mock <laughs> declaration of independence. I'll buy this then. <laughs> then take uh... a picture of my hands for me. <laughs> I think that's all I got on... I'm just topic. envisioning you doing this, and it's making me laugh. <laughs> Maybe I'd and also doing, like I said, running around the store with a gun. Hmm. Well. Don't do that, anyone, please. <laughs> please. Bad, bad point, advice. Just... Don't, don't do or listen to anything we say on here. Purely, yeah. This is purely for entertainment purposes. Yeah. All right. Um, I guess through all this, the good old quarantine, we've been playing a lot of games. I know you guys have too, right? 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. We've been uh, between tons of board games and the and old Xbox games and yeah, tons yeah. of things to do stuff with. Yep. So I saw this post. Well, I, yeah, I think it was a post. Let me see if I can dig it up here. Uh, yeah, it was on Reddit. Uh, it was on. If you ever go to the subreddit, thanks. I hate it. Yep. All oh time. man, dude, there are some good ones on there. I can't believe I wasn't subbed to that one already. This so one... for people who don't know what thanks I hate it Reddit is, it's basically people sharing their ideas or pictures or their creations, and it's something that people will instantly hate. Yeah. Like, if you give someone a gift, they're like, thank you, I love it. This would be giving them a gift, and they're like, thank you, I fucking hate it. This is the worst <laughs> thing I've ever seen. My eyes are burning now. Um, All right, what do you got? So you know the old school game, Guess Who, right? Where you put the people in there, and you describe, well, oh, this one has, does he have red hair? No. Does he have freckles? No. Right? Yep. This one was called Guess Poo. Ooh. Yeah. So... On the on the box, it's a picture instead of a person sitting at sitting at the board. It's a picture of a fly, <laughs> and it says "Guess okay. Who." And then all of the little cards are different types of poop, I guess. Like, are they animated poop or real poop? Nope. I'm gonna I'm gonna show you the picture, and I'll, nobody else can see it, but you can help me try to describe it. Okay, so they're like a little cartoony. So a little like cartoony almost poos. all cartoony. Like I, I can't like... even. I have the original picture and I can't even zoom in on it. I think one, one says like slippery. One says chalky. <laughs> one says steamy. Um... So they and for people who are listening, um, there were like different colors. There's maybe like it looked like four or five different colors. Yeah, there's like th- four the orange are all ones. kind of the same. So there's like a lot of similarities between groups of poops. Yeah, so exactly like you'd envision the normal game. Like there's four redheaded people. There's four like black-haired people. There's four people with brown hair. And then there's like four old people with white hair. That's all this is. There's orange poo, yellow poo, black poo, and white poo. Ooh. And it's just... Guess poo. I... <laughs> I don't think I've ever had any poo that was like not like brown, dark brown, or like a slight color of green. Well, black. I don't think I've ever had the black, and I think if you do, you need to go see a doctor. What if you eat a lot of licorice? Ooh, black licorice? Yes. Is that no, a thing? Red licorice, and it comes out black. I don't know. I don't know what they put in candy. It's all chemicals. Yeah. Um, I was just I, I thought I thought it was hilarious, and then like yeah. I said, I tried to zoom in, but like the picture quality wasn't great because I was really curious of like what all these different like poos all were. the different poos were because so... it has like a it has like the name of the poo in bold, and then it has like a little like tagline underneath it in a smaller font, and I was curious what the little taglines were, but I I guess I couldn't see them. Um, I was also thinking. What would be another game that you could spin like that that would just be people would be like, what the hell is this? Poop related? No, just any other game. So like, I think up. we should name poop related kids games. 
Okay. <laughs> Instead of ants in the pants, you could do poop in the pants. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, I guess the one I was thinking of, so the the game, not poop-related, you could spin okay. the operation, and instead of like operating on a person, it would just be a corpse. Oh. Yeah. Oh, my. So, like, you could uh, pretend like you're a mortician. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, ooh, that would... That would kind of go along those lines, but yeah. What what other poop related games could you could you create with existing games? Uh, Poopy Land to uh, maybe resemble like a Candy Land, like you got a bunch of like fun little poop villages that you have to navigate through. Poops and ladders. I feel like you could go like poops and shoots, uh, poop shoots, poop, poop shoots. shoots. Yeah, yes. there you go, dude. I so like. You either that. have like a toilet going down or like a poop being fired upwards the, yeah the rare rocket ship poop yeah i feel the like we're good enough at photoshop we could actually make some of these yeah uh let's see uh, poopopoly i mean that'd be pretty easy uh the game of poop yep mm, let's see mm. <laughs> poopster uh, <laughs> kind of a grosser version of Twister. All right. <laughs> where you're basically just a pig rolling in poop. <laughs> oh, I saw something the other day. It was talking about Twister. And it was like, who created this game and just assumed it wasn't in some creepy way going to be, like, sexual at some point? Oh, yeah. Like, there's definitely, like, an age of, like, innocence that you can play it. Yeah. And then it goes away for a while, and then, like, you hit, like, college. You bring it out at an orgy or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, could you imagine seeing that, like, uh, Craigslist post? Like, oh. yeah, we're having people over to play Twister. <laughs> 80 mm. plus. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure you're limber. <laughs> oh, but orange, games. I like those yeah, games. Yeah, I'm still very concerned about the orange poops. I don't know what causes that. Is that like too many carrots in your diet? Uh, no, fire hot Cheetos. Oh. I've had those, though. And I used to, but like, <laughs> I've never like... Normal Cheetos, not fiery hot ones, because the fiery hot ones have a weird red bright red tint to them which is slightly concerning but they are delicious it's just cayenne pepper i don't know is that all it is i don't know (laughs) i just i just threw that out there we do eat a lot of cayenne pepper in this house but i doubt that that's what it is it's got to be way more chemically uh composed i don't know it's just cheetos so (laughs) right not too much thought into it yeah but i've never given birth to like a uh like a the cheese poof version of the Cheetos. <laughs> oh, cheese poofs and poop. I have a good story about that. I'll make it brief. Uh, All right. When I was in the dorms, my roommate, he uh, the last day of classes when we were moving out, we got a cheese puff container, and he pooped in it and set it in the stairwell <laughs> in front of the window, in front of the sun, and we came back from class, and it was all steamy and... It was just bad. Oh, God. Everyone that's like freaking out. And then the poor janitor lady, he felt so bad because the janitor lady had to come and pick it up and put it in the garbage. And he's like, wow, dude, I've, I'm really a horrible person after that. 
Oh, God, dude. If a hate crime wasn't already a thing, that would totally oh, yeah. be a hate crime. 100%. This was in 2000. Oh, my God. So. And this is like a hate crime pointed at everybody. That's that's just awful. Yeah. And we talk about poop a lot, but that makes me really, really disturbed and yeah, sad. He, yeah, he went in the bathroom and did it. And uh, yeah, you know, the rest person, you know who this person is, too. So. Yeah, down. Do. Yep. Oh God, you know one of those. Ooh, that. Ooh, the sun Dude, too. She, she was a steamer, bud. Ooh, in the in a in a container. In mm. the sun, in a stairwell, in a dorm. Oh God. Yeah. And that's like probably on like a college freshman diet too. So like. Oh yeah. Dining here. Yep. Lots of greasy grease. Oh, it was so. finals week, and they had a place that made really good uh, oh. mozzarella sticks. So, so we were thing... living on beer and mozzarella sticks and probably paninis or something. That thing probably looked like a muskrat in captivity. Probably, yeah. Just a slimy little muskrat sitting in the sun in the cage. <laughs> what? <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs> this is like the first time I've actually been grossed out by one of our poop conversations, to be yeah, honest with you. Yeah. you. Hopefully you won't forget it. Maybe, All right. that'll our, maybe that'll be our first guest. We still have yet to convince a guest to come on the show, so. We're only five episodes in. We'll get there. That's fair. We'll find a poop lover like ourselves. We will. I have a few in mind. All right. Uh, well, talking about poop, uh, on the other end of the body, um, I've got another food-related uh, find of the week. Uh, this one comes from uh, Reddit, Noah Get Your Boat, or Noah Get the Boat, uh, username Lost Lone Star. Um, it is a meme format. Uh, it is a picture of a Twinkie split in half showing you the, the creamy bits on the inside. And the, uh, the quote is what I've uh, picked this one for. It says, come on, admit it. You've had tongue sex with a Twinkie at least once. And you know what I'm talking about, don't you? Um, so no. it's like, so I can only really imagine, so like... Uh, and maybe I have done this as a child, but it wasn't for the gross reasons as an adult. Um, but I, I, I'd imagine it's where you split the Twinkie open and you just like, you know, stick stick the tongue in there and you try to get the cream filling. Tongue fondling? Yeah. Have you done this? No. Now the Twinkie. No? Did you no. like Twinkies? I've never been a fan, man. I like the... Ah, what are the two cookie-looking things? It's two cookies with stuff in the middle. A little Debbie snack. Uh, no, uh, Susie Q's. Is that what they were? They're like yeah. chocolate? Dude, it's like a bad. chocolate muffin, like smashed into another chocolate muffin with cream on the inside. Yeah, I think that's a Susie Q. Uh, no, that's not it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to use the Google machine for uh, this. Movie pie? Uh... Uh, let's see what else is out there. Uh, Hostess cakes. Um, not the one with the little swirly swirls on the top, right? No, I'm thinking fudge rounds. Fudge rounds. Okay, 
Pudge oh, dude, Brown. Those are good. Those are so good. And Cosmic Brownies, of course. I'm getting off, to, off topic now. But no, I've never done that to a Twinkie. Okay. All right. Um, well, then that, that brings me to my next point. Um, I'm sure there's a ton of foods out there that people eat every day uh, unknowingly um, that they're, like, kind of giving it the mouth business, that, uh, that good mouth loving. Is there anything that, like, in maybe in your past, like, I've got a couple that I've, I've thought of when I uh, uh, first picked this topic, and I know it's a little more of our not-safe-for-work topic, but um, just while you think, uh, I used to bring those little um, Yoplait, like, single servings of yogurt. Yep. Or uh, I guess when I was a kid, I used to take, pudding like chocolate pudding or vanilla pudding to uh school for lunch and i was always like too lazy to like either bring my own spoon or like go stand in the lunch line to get a a free pair of silverware or whatever so i would just like squeeze like most of the most of the you know yogurt or the the pudding up and then just like lick it out with my tongue. And then I would like proceed after like the bulk of it was gone. I would like really get my tongue in there like a dog licking out like a peanut butter jar. And I, I always wonder to this day, like how I had friends <laughs> doing this, but like, I feel like I was definitely giving it that, that nasty business. Uh, yeah, no, I can, I can tell you, um, I did that the other day. I actually had pudding the other day and I forgot a spoon at lunch, so, but nobody saw me. This wasn't in front of a bunch of other (laughs) friends, classmates at school, but I definitely did that. And you just gave it the old slippery snake? Yep. I did. Nice. How successful were you? Did you get Uh, any beard? Oh, for sure. I eat anything and it gets in my beard. <laughs> Not good ways because I'll like scratch my beard later and like a like today I had Cheetos for lunch and I was shaking the bag into my mouth because it was all crumbs and I tried really well to get all the crumbs on my beard. And I touched my beard like 20 minutes later and a little Cheeto fell out. Oh. The other thing, right. the other food I've used my tongue for is Taco Bell burritos. Mmm. What? Yeah. That'd be like eating out, like, and don't get me wrong, I love Taco Bell burritos, and I think they're awful for you, but they're still so delicious. But that'd be, that's like more similar to eating asshole. No, it's not. I feel like. <laughs> but how do you, let me, let's good, hear good about your. tasting cheese, beans, and sour cream come out of assholes? No, I don't think so. Oh, yeah, they do, baby. Uh. Tell me, tell me what your process is when you're when you're eating these burritos, like how I describe my pudding. Well, I mean, if the if something a beefy five layer burritos, which are the best and the cheapest, most whatever I would say meat per burrito, but I don't even know if it's meat. Most goo per burrito, and uh, if a little bit of meat or beans or sour cream gets on the outside or is too much, where you feel like you're gonna bite it and it's just gonna explode. Because a lot of times I eat lunch in my truck, I don't want to explode on my seats or on my shirt, and then I have to go talk to clients, and I'm all full of Taco Bell goo. (laughs) 
I will eat the goo out of the Taco Bell burrito. <laughs> oh, yeah, baby. Do you have to, like, lick the side of the burrito then? Like, just straight up? Bleh. Most of the times, yeah. All right. I, I usually That's... pick empty parking lots, like, far away from playgrounds <laughs> to do this. As you should. If you, you make eye contact yeah. with the wrong person during this move, oof, you're yeah. in for a world of hurt. Just like I park far away when I get Arby's and then just forget to take a breath when you're eating an Arby's sandwich because it's so delicious. <laughs> oh, I don't I eat park Arby's. far so. away from, from public places. I cherish my roast beef, so I don't get it from Arby's. Oh, dude. No, I don't get roast beef. I get the brisket sandwich. Okay. Which, like, yeah. for a fast food sandwich, man, it's pretty damn good. All right. Well, you can hide your shame. That's funny. Uh, that's the only other. Oh, there is no shame. Sex... I, don't, I don't have shame. So. Okay. <laughs> Share the shame with the people. Oh man. Yeah. So you're just giving the burritos the business. I give yeah. the pudding the business. I have done this with the Twinkie. Mainly when I was a kid, like I just I didn't really care for the pancake part. I just wanted the you know the sweet filling. How far do you stick your tongue in there before you think, like, oh, fuck, this is weird? Well, when I was a kid, I mean, fucking, you know, full bore. Like, get it all the way in there. <laughs> but nowadays, I feel like... Nowadays, you just stick your finger in there? I feel like if you're parked outside of a school, then you're <laughs> probably going to jail. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, probably. Uh, I redact that statement. That's fucking awful. But... Um, <laughs> <laughs> Strike that from the record. Oh, I got to be in jail next week for parking outside some yeah. not good place and eating burritos and eating Twinkies. Yeah. All right, well, let's move on then because yes, uh, uh, we're going to get in trouble. <laughs> uh, my last find, I think we're kind of coming to the end of the show here. Um, my last find uh, comes from uh, Reddit Made Me Smile. Um, and this one's more of a thinker than a maker of smiles, but uh, posted by user Ripa47. Um, and here we go. Uh, All animals go to heaven is just illogical planning. You're telling me every crocodile that ever lived is in heaven? Heaven must be swarming with crocodiles. Does that sound like heaven to you? Thousands of millions of crocodiles. So it made me think, yeah, like, and, you know, if, like, I think we mentioned this in an episode or two ago, if you're religious, we're not dogging on religion or Christianity or anybody who believes in a, a heaven. But if there is an afterlife, is it swarming with crocodiles? Um, if there is, it's somewhere where dogs and cats and little critters wouldn't want to Right. Go. I mean, it's probably very similar to our modern world, but with way more critters. It sounds um, like Florida. <laughs> and, and I think what this person was uh, under the assumption of was that uh, um, crocodiles have been around for a very, very long time. Uh, being that they are, I think, what is referred to as most closely related to the dinosaurs or still a modern-day dinosaur. But Yeah, probably a good 20, 30 uh, years. But you can't, you can't not allow a crocodile into heaven because it was, uh, you know, doing its uh, animal instinct of, you know, 
just feeding and eating and just doing its crocodile thing. But, you know, there's got to be, I mean, how big is the afterlife? Is it like a gated community and like all these alligators just are on top of all of the human beings and all of the dogs and all of the cats and all of the other things? Or are they like, fuck, we're in some shitty-ass pond down in Alabama again. This is where we're in the last life. God damn it. I killed myself for a reason. I just thought it was kind of funny to think of, like, you know, you, you, you make it to the afterlife, and you made it while being a good person, and you, you open the gates, and in you walk into a, a crocodile-infested neighborhood. <laughs> Like, oh shit! I'm in the wrong place. Like, no, you're not. You made it. Yeah, the crocodiles yeah. are here too. And now they can fly. So now you got like <laughs> kind of like a Sharknado situation. And is that really what you want in the afterlife? Is Sharknado three, four, <laughs> five? I don't even know what Sharknado they're on now. But sounds I like feel like paranoia. I feel like with crocodiles, it's it's much more insane, unpredictable. So, uh, going on this, um, there was a lot of comments after this post, um, and one of them was, uh, so after hearing this whole thought, it was, and Steve Irwin is showering them with affection. And below <laughs> that one was, but does every stingray go to heaven? I mean, what if Steve Irwin just randomly came across the stingray that killed him? And let's like just he say still, he would still let it in. He'd be like, "You didn't mean it, man," because he's he was such a good guy. He was the best guy, but and he always like as much as he like messed with animals. I feel like he always respected them, and that's oh, all. That absolutely, absolutely. But let's imagine in this situation, all the animals in the afterlife can talk and understand, and like you know. Steve Irwin is just walking down the street, and now the stingray has learned, you know, out-of-water sentience. So it's walking around or flapping around on the ground, and it just sees him and makes awkward eye contact with him. Because you've got to imagine that Steve Irwin would recognize him right off the shoot. Oh, absolutely. And, <laughs> you're like, like, oh, huh, you're the guy that killed me. I mean, you were swimming in my pond or my little tank. I feel like, do you think Steve would uh, uh, forgive this stingray? Uh, yeah, I would imagine so. Because Steve would put it on himself and be like, oh, I, I shouldn't have been swimming there. I shouldn't have gotten close or something like that. When it's like, dude, that thing just straight up killed you. <laughs> like, Yeah. I didn't even know stingrays could do that. Yeah. I thought they were just called stingrays because someone thought it was a nice name. No, they're, I didn't they're, think they're, they actually use those for jabbing people. They, they like, curl them up, either up over or, like, underneath in, like, a U-shape of their shell, I believe. Like a, like a scorpion stings, like, over its back. Oh, I suppose. I'm pretty sure they do that. I never saw like how it happened, but we watched a lot, of, a lot of the BBC Earth things. Yeah, I don't imagine he was swimming backwards like a dart. Probably not. <laughs> Hold on, stay there. I'll be right back. And then he gets some speed and fucking swims backwards and stabs you. Yeah, 
Or here's another thought. Maybe Steve Irwin got all of the the heaven or the afterlife crocodiles to go beat up the stingray as like a <laughs> revenge plot. <laughs> he could have. I, I don't know. I you guys was... hate this guy as much as I do. <laughs> here's one related to that. I actually saw a thing the other day that was uh it said Joe Exotic is Steve Irwin's Wario. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Pretty good. I feel huh? like I would I would feel like I would go Waluigi, but I understand yeah. the reference of like an evil version of a Steve Irwin. Right. Yeah, I would totally I, like, I think that totally checks out. And it, it like popped into my mind right when you start talking about Steve Irwin. I'm like, ooh, I got something. And it was a meme. And it was it was just a picture of Steve Irwin and then uh, Wario and Mario. I was like, damn, that's good. That's deep. Yeah, that's totally deep. Actually, you like could, it could be a very easy thing to look at and be like, oh yeah, or you could be like, oh, this is deep, and then you could dig deep into the Nintendo universe and make a lot of comparisons. You could get out like Venn diagrams and all kinds of stuff. <laughs> Venn diagrams. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that guy's getting out of prison for sure if if the world continues the way it is now. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> All right, well, if I was going to go to an afterlife, I don't think I would want it to be full of crocodiles. Or stingrays. Or stingrays. Yeah. But Steve Irwin, totally. Oh, yeah. Maybe just like yeah. uh, an afterlife infested with Steve Irwins. Maybe, maybe when you go to heaven, you multiply. Especially... You would just be the most positive, happy, outgoing, nicest person ever. <laughs> like, I can't be mean. I'm surrounded by Steve Irwins. This is kind of horrible. But what all if right, let's go with it. And, like, rest in peace, Steve Irwin. Like, we love you. But what if he uh, what if he started messing with you like, uh, like one of his, you know, subjects? Like, if you were an alligator, but you were actually a human. And he just started, like, you know, sneaking up on you in the bushes. Dragging you around by your foot. Yeah. (laughs) What are you doing, Steve? (laughs) I caught him. I caught him by the foot. (laughs) He just lays on top of you and holds you down, like, looks at your teeth or something. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Look at, there's still burrito in his mustache. (laughs) Look, his hair, it's turning gray. (laughs) He's been stressed at a young age. (laughs) Now I'm going to give him a wet willy. (laughs) And then release him back into his habitat. <laughs> oh, what a guy. Oh, rest in peace, buddy. We loved you. The world his is kids a brighter are place. Too. His kids are awesome. Old, uh... Old Steve Irwin. He'll never be forgotten. His for son sure. still goes on, uh... Like, Fallon and Kimmel and stuff, too. He's always bringing animals on there. Yeah, all the time. And he's, like, yeah. pretty badass. Like, he's always so happy bringing on, like, the dangerous creatures that he does. Yeah, like, spitting image of his dad. It's like, well, raise your kids right. Good job. Yeah. All right. Well, I think that is going to do it for us this week. Yeah, that's pretty uh, good. We ended that on a positive note. Yeah. We love Steve Irwin on this podcast. Yep. Um. But we want to thank you all for sticking with us. Um, I know we had some not-safe-for-work 
collections this week, but uh, yeah, yeah, it's uh, weirdness does not uh, stay appropriate sometimes. So we want to thank you all for listening to the Weird Wide Web, a podcast where we aim to find the weirdest things on the internet. Uh, we will have another episode, I'm sure. <laughs> that we will. Talk to you later. Keep your dick in advice. All right. Stay weird, Internet. Stay weird.